You're listening to The One Relationship, where we believe a strong marriage is the foundation for successful families, communities, and cultures. I'm Kate. And I'm Tanner. We're your hosts, and we've each had our share of unhealthy relationships. When we met, we committed to not repeat the mistakes of our past, so we set out to learn everything we could about creating a rock-solid marriage. Join us every week as we bring you real talk from our experiences, other married couples, and relationship professionals we trust. To start strengthening your marriage now, head over to theonerelationship.com and get access to our free marriage manifesto today. Welcome to The One Relationship. My name is Kate, and I am honored to be with you this week as uh, I talk about something that was uh, a bit of a conversation my husband and I were having the other day. And we we kind of dove into this from a personal standpoint as well as from a business standpoint. And I thought it would be fairly relative to just share with you at this time. And, you know, you can always be a part of what we're doing here at the one relationship. You can always text us with questions or comments and, you know, feel like you've got some support. 720-459-4219. I always love uh, hearing from you. And, uh, you know, again, Tanner and I look at those messages and and we want to be able to support you as best as we can and as quickly as we can. (laughs) I'll preface that as well. And, you know, we wanted to use this platform to be able to share with you what we know that has worked well in our lives, what we've really come to believe as just foundational principles, you know, what, who we are as people and what we stand for and for our family and for our business. And so, you know, we wanted to use this platform as a way that we could share those things and really just not keep it to ourselves. But we also want to use this platform as a, as an opportunity to continue to learn and grow ourselves. And we're going to do it alongside with you. So we've got some really great upcoming guests and we've got some things that are brewing currently. So, so please, you know, come back over the, the next few weeks. We'll have some guest interviews and maybe even Tanner will pop in here too. We're figuring that out for an episode coming up that he can join us again and be able to teach you from, yes, from what we know, but also from other greats who, and people who are also looking to better relationships and marriages and families and the parenting dynamic and all of that, and be able to learn alongside of you. So, so that's still, so that's coming. So we've got some stuff coming and we, and as Tanner and I were talking through all of this and, and some of the things that we're working on, the question really came to us, what do you stand for? You know, what do you stand for? And I remember years ago, I was, I was listening to a radio show that I actually didn't really listen to very often, but I was listening to this radio show that was, um, all about politics. It was, it was political talk radio. And the and of course the caller is going back and forth about certain issues and the two candidates at the time they were talking about or whatever. And the host just said, but what do you stand for? And the caller, you know, came back, well, it depends, you know, you got this and then the, what, you know, if he says this and blah, 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 whatever. And really just kind of skirted the question and the host came back and said, but what do you stand for? 
And of course the caller back to that, like just rambling on, really talking about that specific situation that he was calling, like the specific topic that he was calling about. And for a third time, the host asked, but what do you stand for? And the caller couldn't answer. And so he hung up on him. I was like, gotta move, gotta move on. But I thought it was a very profound question. And this, I don't know, maybe I heard this about 10 years ago. I was listening to that particular show. And and of course, and, I, and I'm leaving names out because that part is irrelevant. What is relevant though, is the question, what do you stand for? Has anyone ever asked you that? Have you ever asked yourself that? What do you stand for? When we launched this podcast, so many of you were so wonderful in supporting the move from my radio career to this podcast and the things that Tanner and I are building with our with our business. And you were so generous to listen and rate and review. And you gave us you know, some feedback. And we put out this survey for us to get a better handle of what you're dealing with. And I mean, we've got, I would, the overarching theme was communication, but I just, some of the things that popped up was like, how do I stand up for myself? Another frustration was respect, possessiveness, feeling unheard, finding balance with life, kids, and career. Loyalty was something that was one of the most important things to have in a relationship. Also, how do you create that? Like what is, you know, that was a struggle. Some of you were, you know, again, coming back to communication, how to help my husband hear me, or how do I, you know, find a way to communicate with my spouse so that we're not just yelling at each other all the time, understanding what the other person wants. I mean, communication is a, is a very broad topic when it comes to relationships. There's a lot under there that we could talk about that'll be for other episodes but there is there were so many uh comments of the frustrations that you have and what you would want help with which i'm so grateful to have that feedback but i feel like all of those can be addressed coming back to the question what do i stand for i remember early on in my relationship with Tanner, he was doing something that I really just, I didn't like. I, you know, he, it, it, it was getting to a point where I was just getting very frustrated. I felt like many of, of the, the women who responded in that survey of like, I, I don't feel like I'm heard. We were talking to like a counselor, therapist, just to get some advice on this. And her response was in in not so many words because she definitely elaborated on this, but basically like, well, if you don't want him to do that, then don't tolerate it. And I thought, huh, well, okay. Now I, I can do it in a way that would allow us to still have some healthy conversation. We're not screaming at each other, you know, and... I was like, yeah, <laughs> I just don't have to tolerate that anymore. Because here's the thing, you know, there's a lot in life. People tell you that tolerance is, a, is an important thing to have. To you know, we got to have tolerance. I'm going to tell you that we don't need tolerance. You don't have to tolerate something that you don't believe in. You don't have to tolerate something that you don't feel good about. 
Like you don't walk away. Now, granted, some situations will be easier than others. However, you don't have to tolerate it. And so what I had to come back to Tanner in that particular circumstance was like, yeah, I don't want to be talked to this way. Sorry. But when you're going to speak to me in this manner, then I'm going to just walk away. I'm not going to, I'm not going to tolerate it. And I had to do that a few times until we started to really shift how we were communicating. So for the people who are like, you know, effective listening, you know, how to listen better, how to feel like I'm heard, how to stand up for myself, how to, you know, have positive self-talk, like just find the things like, I'm not going to tolerate it anymore. So I'm going to do something different. And I'll always encourage you to do something different that is in a positive way. We're not looking to create more chaos and disruption and angst and arguments. Like we're not looking to create any of that stuff, but I could come back to Tanner and say, I don't appreciate how you're speaking to me. So I'm going to just walk away. I don't have to yell. I don't have to start pointing a finger about all the things that he just said. I don't have to do any of that stuff. I just simply calmly say, as hurt as I was, and as my emotions are going, like my emotions are definitely going, but sorry, not sorry, I'm going to walk away because I don't need to tolerate that. So when you come back to the question, what do you stand for? And you're very clear on that. Then your responses, your actions follow suit. It's just the way sort of the, the natural process goes. Now, again, I, I will always preface that these things can be easier said than done. These things can take time to overcome. We've, we have a lot of things that we want to undo to have a different result. And so that takes time, right? Like, you didn't gain 20 pounds in, you know, five days. So you can't expect to lose 30 pounds in five days. I mean, I even like coming from a place of pregnancy, right? I mean, I had two babies back to back. I mean, literally like just, you know, a year, a year in between, but got just as I'm recovering from Charlotte, I get pregnant again with David. I had pelvic floor problems. I had sciatic problems. I gained weight, of course, you know, typical. I, so, so, and I, and that's nine months to make a baby. I grew a human twice. Some moms like five or 10 times, God bless you. And why do I think that my body is just going to be poof, all back to normal, no problem in a short period of time when I had back-to-back -back babies. And even if you didn't have back-to-back -back babies, like it still took nine months for your body to go through everything that it went through, that you've got to, you've got to allow it time and maybe even more than nine months, you know, to be able to get yourself back to a, a good, healthy place. And it's not even necessarily the pre-pregnancy place. It's just a, a, a new, healthy place of where your body is now, 
right? So we have a lot that we have done to ourselves in the negative self-talk, what our parents taught us, what we saw growing up, the experiences we've had. We are now in today, current state, in a place that we have gone through so much that we want to maybe undo, we want to improve, we want to do away with, like it can't possibly happen overnight. It can't. But what I can tell you is that if you start asking the question, what do I stand for and get clear on that, then you can start making your decisions using your words, acting in a manner that stays in alignment with what you stand for. Before I met Tanner, back to that talk show call I heard, I thought about that. And my faith, my relationship with God and understanding my faith, how to deepen it, to practice it well, like that was always important. God first. My family was second. I stood for family. Family mattered to me. Still to this day, in various forms, it's not just my family with my husband and kids. It's how I honor my parents, my relationship with my sister and her children. You know, the family matters. One of the other things that I didn't realize right away after I, that it took a little time because of some of the unhealthy relationships that I was in, but I didn't want to, I didn't want to yell. I'm like, I, I know, I, you, know you know, we're never going to always agree, right? You're, you and your spouse are never going to always agree. I mean, if you agree majority of the time or, you know, nine out of 10 times, like, all the power to you, but there's typically, you know, some disagreements. You're going to have a disagreement. You're not going to necessarily agree on the same approach sometimes. Like it's just, it's life, but I didn't want the yelling. I had some horrible arguments with past boyfriends where we're throwing dishes. We're screaming at like 3 a.m. in the morning in an apartment complex, waking up our neighbors because we're like high-pitched yelling. I mean, I was like, no, can't do that anymore. And that became something that was really important as I moved into my next relationship, which, you know, my last relationship with Tanner and Tanner, you know, went through the same thing and his past marriage and the yelling and the arguing, it just like, Ah, like we said, no. And we did fall a little bit into that trap when we first got married because we really, we had a, a tough, you know, first year, but probably even the first two years, very tough. And, you know, I'll continue to share things that have come up, you know, in those early, you know, first couple of years of marriage, you know, over time, I'll, I'll share you those stories. But I mean, we argued a lot and we found ourselves going back into those old ways of yelling. And then I just... Actually, I read the book, The Gracious Woman. Uh, huge shout out to The Gracious Woman because that that was such an eye-opening book for me of just being a godly woman, how God created us to be a wife and mother. And I've now decided I, I, I will not yell anymore. What do I stand for? I stand for healthy communication. 
I stand for finding resolution in tough circumstances. So I stand for that and I choose not to yell. So Tanner and I can still have an, a disagreement, but we're not in this screaming match. I also wanted to know that I was always in a place of learning and just exploring and growing, you know, just being of a mind that was always looking to some for something new to continue to challenge myself. <clears throat> and, I, and I wanted that space for myself. And then of course it became somewhat of criteria for, you know, the guy I was going to marry and, and Tanner was in the same place. He was like, we want to be able to know that we're always learning something new. We're never saying stagnant because if you're not growing, you're decaying. And we knew that we wanted to always continue to grow and expand and that we could dream, you know, dream about the future. So many of us don't even think about the future. We don't even dream because we're like so stuck in status quo and the the day-to-day -day grind that we can't even allow ourselves to think that the future could look differently. But I challenge you to do that. When I look at some of these responses from this survey that I had put out again at the very start of this podcast, and I saw communication and people looking for balance, how to handle kids, the you know, anxiety, depression, understanding how to just, you know, effectively listen, which listening is a huge part of communicating. It's not just about talking, you know, how to be open. I saw someone, you know, I, I, one response was about to be able to practice empathy better, right? You know, there's all these things that are frustrations, are things that we want help with, are things, you know, areas of our life that we know we could be better at, you know, we could use some improvement. <clears throat> and I'll tell you, it starts with asking this just simple, it's deep, but it's a simple question to help you get clear on your actions and your words. What do I stand for? I stand for God. I stand for family, and that is in order of God, husband, and children. I stand for growth, doing good work, hard work, leadership. And I stand for these things because I want them in my life. And I want them healthy and good and just in my life. And so I work to be that example for others so that they can do that in their own life. And I'll tell you, we will continue to expand. You're going to see Tanner and myself. We're, 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 we're climbing a mountain. I'll tell you, we're climbing a mountain and it's big and it's scary. And some days we just stop at the bottom and be like, what the heck are we doing? And some days we're ready to run up the mountain, but we are building and creating something that will be so powerful and so helpful because we know the world needs it. We know that you need it. We want to be able to share it. We want to be a part of that journey with you. 
So I hope that you'll continue to stay with us. Stay with me here on this podcast. You know, follow the socials so that, you know, you can continue to see what we're doing and we'll continue to work on making sure that you know what is happening so that we can change the trajectory of our future so that it is bigger and brighter and just more exciting than this, like, I'm just surviving today. Your work, though, is to know what you stand for. What is most important in your life? What are you clear on that this matters? And then from there, you can start to make your changes and know how to respond in a different way. And you really only need like three things, five things. You know, I usually have them in a sort of in a bucket of five, five things that I stand for. What are they? I ask you, what do you stand for? Thank you so much for being a part of the one relationship and hanging with me today. I will see you next week. Thanks for listening to this episode of The One Relationship. Be sure to subscribe right now. And we'd love it if you could do us a quick favor too. Please rate and review this podcast. This will help others who want to strengthen their marriage discover our content. To get our free marriage manifesto today, head over to theonerelationship.com. And while you're there, we'd love to hear from you. Just hit the contact us button and send us your questions and feedback. Join us next time for more real talk on The One Relationship.